summertime can really make a parent appreciate the heroes that teachers are. Although you might spend the last two months of the school year dreaming of that summer downtime, it's often not as lazy and relaxing as you thought it might be. Today, I'm offering up some summertime parenting hacks that can make summer run a little more smoothly and feel a bit more fun, safe, and less stressful. Welcome back to Project Parenthood. I'm your host, Dr. Nanika Kaur, clinical psychologist and respectful parenting therapist. Each week, I'll help you repair and deepen your parent-child connection, increase self-compassion and cooperation from your kids, and cultivate joy, peace, and resilience in your relationship with them. Whether it's a trip to the grocery store or a 16-hour flight across the globe, a parent's best defense is a good offense in the form of preparation. As much as possible, set yourself up for success before you leave your home with your kids. Here are some ideas. Save a collection of context-specific packing lists in a note on your smartphone or a notebook if you're the analog sort. You might have must-have packing lists for short outings, beach trips, road trips, air travel, restaurant meals out, etc. This makes it easier to get out the door knowing you have everything you need without having to scramble at the last minute. Bring protein-packed snacks that don't require utensils to save time and hassle when you're on the go. Think granola bars, pretzels, nuts, fruit, crackers, and cheese. Pack no-tech items like books to read, coloring and activity books, sketch pads and colored pencils or markers, and a deck of cards or a card game like Uno for school-age kids. Bring a travel pillow for each child to help them sleep comfortably when they're on the go. Bring a change of clothes for each person, including the adults. You never know where a kid mess will end up. I know a parent who keeps a change of clothes for each family member in the emergency kit in the car. Pack a first aid kit. Include bandages, antibiotic ointment, pain relievers, and other basic first aid supplies. Bring a water bottle for each person, even if you're going to someone's home. This will help everyone stay hydrated, especially if you're traveling in hot weather. Always make sure all of the bottles are filled before moving on to the next destination. Bring a blanket or a sheet to create a fort or a play area. This can be a great way for kids to have fun on long trips. Bring portable technology with pre-downloaded movies, shows, podcasts, or music, but try not to bring them out until you've exhausted your non-tech options. Think of them as a last rather than a first resort. Use a travel buddy system if you're traveling with lots of children. Each child is assigned to a buddy who's responsible for watching out for them. This makes it easier to make sure no child is ever left alone. Make sure your children are wearing the proper identification. This might be a name tag, a bracelet, or a necklace with their name on it and contact information. I know a parent who puts this information on the inside of the tongue of their child's sneakers. Take photos of your children before you travel and each morning before you set out for activities. This will help you identify them if they're ever lost or separated from you, when you're stressed, you might forget what they're wearing that day. When traveling outside of your hometown, leave a detailed itinerary with a trusted friend or family member. Include your travel plans, contact information, and a detailed description of your kids. Stay up to date about the latest travel advisories so you can make informed decisions about your travel plans. Take a lot of breaks. 
If you're traveling by car, stop every few hours to stretch your legs and let the kids run around. On road trips, a good rule of thumb is that each time you stop, everyone should go to the bathroom, have a snack, and fill the water bottles if you need to. If you're flying, get up and move around during your flight. Set realistic expectations. Your kids won't behave perfectly, just radically accept that. There'll be tantrums and meltdowns, but that's just a part of traveling with kids. Everyone will survive. Things won't always go according to plan when traveling with kids, so be flexible and prepared for anything. It goes without saying that children should always be supervised around water, even if lifeguards are on duty and your child knows how to swim. If your child doesn't know how to swim, as soon as they expressed interest in learning to swim, teach them or get them lessons. Make sure they're equipped with the skills to protect themselves in water, like knowing how to float and how to call for help to reduce the risk of drowning and water-related injuries. Kids should wear life jackets if they're going to be playing near water or doing any kind of water sport besides supervised swimming. Make sure your child's adults know CPR and that kids know not to play in or near pool drains. Designate an adult to be a water watcher every 15 minutes. There should be someone who can actively supervise and who can recognize signs of distress in water. This adult should be sober and should stay off their mobile device for that 15-minute period. Four-sided fencing with self-closing and self-latching gates, pool covers, and safety alarms are a must to prevent children and unauthorized adults from accessing the water unsupervised. Also, be aware of potential water hazards like ponds, streams, lakes, and even buckets. When you're having exciting summer adventures, it can be tempting to post photos and videos of your kids having a blast on all your social media platforms. As harmless as that seems, it can have lasting negative effects for your kids. For example, when you post photos and videos of your kids online, they're accessible to anyone with an internet connection, making them vulnerable to online predators who can use the information to track them down and harm them. And even cyberbullying can be an issue. Other kids can post mean or hurtful comments on your child's photos or videos, or they can share them with others without your child's consent. You're also modeling how to use social media when you post pics of your kiddos. If you post a lot of personal information about yourself or your child, they may think it's okay for them to do the same thing, which could lead to them sharing too much information about themselves online, which could put them at risk. Additionally, it's hard enough for kids to have a healthy self-image even when no one's posting their image online. Your posts can make them feel uncomfortable or embarrassed, especially if it depicts them in embarrassing or private moments. Children who are constantly being posted online can develop a distorted view of themselves. They can start to believe that they're only valuable if they're getting likes and comments on their photos, which increases low self-esteem and other psychological problems. It's also a potential invasion of your child's privacy. Once it's posted online, it's really difficult to remove it completely. This means that your child may have to deal with the consequences of your posts for years to come. Anything you post about your child could potentially be seen by future employers, colleges, or other people who have the power to make important decisions about their life. Consider these risks before posting your kid's photo online and get their consent before doing so. Your child has a right to privacy, 
And posting photos or videos of them online without their consent can be a violation of that right. If you do post, try to obscure identifying features of your child and their location. Use strong privacy settings and monitor comments that people leave on your posts. Ah, the sweet, sweet parenting break that Sleepaway Camp provides. A delightful time of no schedules to keep up with, no carpools, no homework battles, no constant snack making, and no screen time monitoring or boredom managing. And it'll be over before you know it, so make the best of it. Here are some ideas to get you started. Take extra long showers. And if you have one of those shower speakers, get one of those. They're wonderful. It's so great to listen to a podcast or music when you're in the shower. It makes it like a little more lively in there. Sleep late, very late. Go on a solo getaway or a trip with your partner. Eat at child-unfriendly restaurants. Dive into your passions, hobbies, and interests. Read a book in one day. Take more than one yoga or fitness class in one day. Make all of the foods you love and your child refuses. Reconnect with your partner by going on dates. No sitter to hire. Rekindle important friendships on coffee dates, hikes, and happy hours. Or start a mindfulness, yoga, or meditation practice that you can keep up with in the fall. Summertime parenting can be a challenge, but it doesn't have to be. With a little planning and preparation, you can make the most of the season and enjoy some much-needed downtime. So whether you're traveling with your kids, spending time at the pool, or sending them off to sleepaway camp, remember to take care of yourself too. Embrace the summer downtime. Take opportunities to recharge, relax, and reconnect to yourself and others. And make the most of every summer day. That's all for today's episode of Project Parenthood. Thanks for listening, and I hope you found it helpful. Be sure to join me live on Instagram at BK Parents on Monday, July 10 at 1 p.m. for a Brooklyn Parent Therapy Ask Me Anything. I'm excited to answer your questions in real time. If you have a question for me about parent-child relationships, respectful parenting tips, and or parental mental health you'd like me to cover in a future episode, shoot me an email at parenthood at quickanddirtytips.com, leave a message at 646-926-3243, or leave a message on Instagram at BKParents, that's B-K-P-A-R-E-N-T-S. And you can learn about my private practice working with parents living in New York State at www.brooklynparenttherapy.com. Happy summer and catch you next week. Project Parenthood is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend and our director of podcasts is Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. Our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Cameron Lacey. 